I'll tell you what, uh, I think I said this last week, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting used to, I need to ease back into this uh, brave new world we got going on. It's like wearing me out, man. Well, all the people? Yeah. yeah. It's all people I like, you know? It's, it's no, not... I know, but they're a lot. Normally yeah. they used to just be at a arm length. Now I'm like in your house. Yeah, punching me. That's right. Basically, I'm just wearing you out, is what you're saying. No, no, no. It's a nice way of saying No, 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 it's people. Yeah, Yeah, it's just people in general. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to... uh, It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fired. That train is off the track. I feel like you you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. Just prepare to. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch and unbeatable goodness. Welcome Pacers fans, you are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Uh, this is episode 532, coming from Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials and season ticket holder. This show, we are going to hold ourselves to the or our own feet to the fire and revisit our predictions from before the season. We're going to do our Pacers end of the season awards and we'll have an undegoogable. Uh, joining me this sh- show are all three of our analysts, coast to coast, like buttered toast. First, from the high school home of Jameson Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Undebeatables? Uh, shout out to the chairman, who is celebrating a birthday soon. Ooh, shout happy out. birthday, chairman. It's already June. It's crazy. Is it June already? That ain't right. Oh, man. Yeah. It is when the show comes out. Yep. From Indianapolis, Indiana, fully vaccinated. He's our in-house bartender, mixing up the drinks in the crappy jingles. John Colson. Sitting right next to you, friend. That's, that's right. What is up, Pacer Nation? What is up, undo-googleables, undebeatables? <laughs> Here's what I'd like to say. Um, it is uh, Thirsty Thursday. Um, fans of the show won't get that yet because that we haven't put that show out yet. But <laughs> just know that Happy Thor's Day is what it is. All right, <laughs> sounds like there's a Marvel leak that we don't know about yet. That's right. That's right. Drink up. And from Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer John Harper. What is going on, fellas? Guess we're just shining on Norse mythology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to uh, Loki. Seems like a good yeah. guy. Well, he's gonna have a show here probably by the time we're watching this, uh, listening to this. Yep. What do we? What do we do with this show? Straight to your brain. <laughs> Just project it in there. <laughs> uh, before we get into the show, we'd like to remind you: this show it's brought to you by you over Patreon.com/slash/Undebeatables. You can uh, become a patron. And support us for as little as a dollar per month. That helps support what we do. We get a lot of ideas and things we would like to do in the future. If you'd like to help us, uh, if you'd like to get more of uh, whatever it is that we do, that's where you can uh, help bring that along, bring it into fruition. So, is that tagline going to be the tagline for when we ha- have uh, movies streamed straight to our brain or TV shows straight? To- this the show is brought to you by you. Yeah. <laughs> in your own brain you have imagined this yeah. oh yeah you've thought ahead Joe mm-hmm. nice tagline yep I trademarked it yeah probably. we need to um, yeah exactly and this is why you patreon us so that we can trademark things like uh, this show is brought brought to you by you <laughs> dot com and then we make money com. and then we don't have to ask you for patreon you know it's, yeah you, you guys get it. It makes sense. Oh, yeah. yeah, I get it. 
So again, uh, patreon.com slash undebeatables uh, to help support us. Hey, Joey, don't read that. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm just re- I'm helping him read his script. Um, appreciate that. Yeah. So, we do predictions every season before the year starts, and... Generally, we like to just uh, Ooh, you know ignore those. And yeah, we just ignore them. You just do yeah. them in the moment. It's fun to talk about. Sure, people um, listen to it and they're like, "Oh, those guys are smart." Yeah, yeah. Because if you go back and revisit it and see how you did, uh, it's not a good feeling. We shouldn't do that. So, but uh, I've been feeling a little too jolly uh, the last couple. Oh, things have gone so well with the Pacers and. Oh no! Oh no! Completely not basketball. Okay. Related. Well, what about? I mean, I guess we're we're semi post pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just feeling better. Um, I'm looking to get kicked down a notch, you know. Okay, sure. Uh, Harper, uh, you you are the keeper of the stats, uh, as far as I could tell. I won. Uh, uh, you, <laughs> there we go. That's the whole segment. That's the math. Yep. All right. There you uh, go. Next you left up. me in charge. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> do you uh, do you have any uh, specific stats uh, to say how much you won by? Mm, well. Ooh, a lot. Oh boy, he's grinning pretty good. No, I no, it actually, I, it, it definitely wasn't my best work, and uh, I blame Jason because uh, mm. he wasn't there that show. So, of course, obviously, it's Oops. it's his fault. I didn't do better. Did we he, did we like make up his uh, numbers? Strangely, did we he... didn't. I don't. I, were we on some kind of time? Cr- I don't. I don't know why we wouldn't just make yeah, stuff. Why up. wouldn't he have made up? Yeah, made up his numbers. Very we strange. can still do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I submit mine now? <laughs> <laughs> or something <laughs> yeah. oh yeah that's a, a legitimate excuse yeah. that's a legitimate excuse i think that was like it was that week i think yeah. i think yeah. that's right yeah. Yeah. yeah it was um so three people to choose from joey was good enough to pick the vegas line uh so that we could over and under all this garbage we'll start out in the east we got exactly zero uh, picks on the money. So we weren't able to pick anybody in the East for the exact win total, which would have counted for two points. Um, we had nine out of the 15 teams. We had consensus over or unders uh, between okay. you and I, Colson. Uh, okay, that's good. Uh, well, it, it it would be if we hadn't gone three and six in those nine. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, no. So those were the locks. Those were, were the those locks. Were the they locks. were consensus. Yep. They weren't the locks. Very excited about consensus. that. Indiana, of uh, course, uh, won 34 uh, games. I had 43. You had 46. Uh, and the line was 39 and a half. The good news, though, is uh, Joey cleaned our clocks out east. Um, seven total points. Um, five for you, Mr. Colson, and just three for me in the east. Not real mm. pretty. Uh, moving out to the west, we had five consensus picks. Did much better here. We went three and two in those picks. Um Joey had a rougher. I, th- I think we, 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 Colson, we must have hit our stride late here. Yes, the second show started no, finally locking show. Joey in a little bit. He only gets three <laughs> points out west. Oh, nice! You hit two on the head. Uh, you had Dallas Oof. with forty-three, and the Clippers with forty-seven. Yes, I also hit two out west. I got uh, Portland's forty-two. And San Antonio's thirty-three. Oh, nice! That's a that's a tough draw right there. Nice work. Uh, you got seven points out east, and or I'm sorry, seven points out west and five out east. I got three points out east and nine out west. Hmm. Wow. Ends up tied at twelve. A tie. Nice. Twelve for me, twelve for you, and ten for Joey. So that's about as tight. As wow. we've ever had, um, for sure. Probably not our best overall work in terms can, of. Can you give notes. me the uh, the three uh, we got over on in the West? So just if I know that, uh, or that we got accurate on the West. 
You said we had uh, we went three and two in our consensus. Yep the the line on Memphis was thirty one and a half. We went we went we over. went over. Nice. OKC was twenty three and a half. We went, we went under. under. Nice. Yeah. And Portland was at forty two. And again, we took the over there. Okay. All right. Good work, boys. I feel good about that. I mean, we could have we could have made some money in Vegas on in, out west. Oof, boy, we would have lost if we'd have just gone straight up and down. We'd have lost a lot, a lot of money. So what was the the worst miss? It was the Pacers, probably. It was uh no, it was probably Houston. Houston's line oh, was yeah, thirty five and a half. Um, we split it. I took the under and got the point with thirty four. Uh, it's mm. about the fact they won seventeen games. They won half of that. Mm. So mm. yeah, I, I I probably should just deduct the point for being that far off. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, and I went over on Houston, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, you took the over on Houston. Yes. Good of me. <laughs> yep, a little bit. Nice work. Uh, we also picked the preseason favorites to land in the finals. Joey, you predicted Lakers versus Celtics. Mm, not looking good at this point. No, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. <laughs> Uh, Colson looking pretty safe at the moment anyway. Lakers and Bucks. Okay. And I was uh I picked the Clippers. Mm. Yeah. Uh but I did have Brooklyn still have on the chance. other side, so it might be uh, who, who'd you have on the other side? Brooklyn. Brooklyn, okay. That's feeling pretty You picked the la- the the Clippers in the playoffs? Uh, to go to the finals, yeah. I, I, just, I think I was just out of I Like, you guys had both taken Lakers. I had to do something. <laughs> fair. Unlike any of these other uh, teams. You guys made so much fun of me for picking the Clippers last week. Um, and rightfully so. Um, because F Paul George. But uh, I think it's my fear of Kawhi Leonard. And uh, even though... Uh, the Clippers, while well, time of recording is, uh, they're down two one. I still f- fear Kawhi Leonard and not Paul George. So mm. we'll see what happens. He'll still hit the side of the backboard in a game winner. Going <laughs> to give the fans what they want. PG baby, playoff P. Playoff P. Let's do this. <laughs> Let me throw this pass out of bounds. Yep. Playoffs, <laughs> playoffs their way. Lose two straight at home. That's right. All right, so if you learned your lesson, uh, do not listen to us for betting. It, we're usually much better than that. We're going we're gonna to bounce back next year. Yeah, you know, it, it was the COVID and all that. Normally, you could take our information, go to Vegas, and not lose all your money. But it sounds like this year you would have lost all your money. Also, Vegas was shockingly efficient this year. Vegas is much better than they usually are. Aren't they, aren't they always good, though? No, nah, we usually kick their butts pretty good. Okay. I mean, we did cook Joey's butt. We were over him. 12 to 10. Yeah, we also cheat just a little bit. But a little man. bit. Just a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> All right. So this is a segment we do every season. Uh, we do the Pacers end of season awards. Um, this is like the uh, like the ones for the, the league, but we do it uh, Pacers-sized. And uh, well, oh, so Joe, mm-hmm. it, it is like the one we do for the league, but the one we do for the league, we do Quaker style. We want to try to get consensus. We sit in a room until we decide who the the players are mm-hmm. that won all the awards. Did we do and that? The this pa- year? Um, I don't think. We I did. don't know. I don't know, but maybe we did. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll go back and listen to the tape. But in the Pacers one. Uh, it's it's not we don't have to we don't have to come up with a Quaker consensus. It's more of a talking about the season. Mm-hmm. It's more of a, a, a group uh, consolation after the season's over, um, consoling each other over. Um, so so no, there's no hard uh, there's no Quaker consensus in this. Was all I'm saying. Oh, I just got that. That a consolation prize is to console you. Oh, for sure it is. Wow. Yeah. I, I never here's put your, those two here, like words together before. Here's your third place trophy, you dumbass. <laughs> 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 I 
All right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's let's uh, get started. So yeah, I, I think I have a jingle or something that'll probably go in here. Maybe. You I don't sh- know. That's that's what's on your job title. So yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we do have um, one of our awards to hand out. I think. The under, the, uh, as I've uh, called them, the the, uh, the underbeat awards. We'll just make everybody else a winner. I'm sure it's crappy. <clears throat> All right, first, the first one, <laughs> rookie of the year. Hmm. We uh, and this can be uh, we 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 define this liberally. Yes. Uh, so it can be a, a real rookie. It can be a player. This is their first uh, first year on the team. First year with the Pacers, right? Um, which is also fine. Um, so that is how it's defined. Um, Just say not at all. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, uh, liberally, liberally, right? Uh, um, so your candidates would be. Um, O'Shea Brissett, uh, Cassius Stanley, uh, Karis Levert. Guys. Karis Levert. There's, he's a new player. Keelan Martin, Jalen LeCue. Keelan Martin. Keelan Martin. Yeah. I mean, I'm going with Jalen LeCue. I assume you guys are too. Mm. Jalen LeCue, for sure. Did we talk about uh, Amita? Amita Brima. Brima, yeah. Yeah. He's a two way player. Um, so I think I think those are your options at this point. So I think I had predicted we did these like mid season. I think we we made like predictions or whatever. Sure. And right. I uh, it was shortly after the Karis Levert trade, and I predicted that Karis Levert would would take this award walking away uh, at the end of the season. Uh, he played really well, but I think he totally got scooped by the sauce. And, the uh, sauce. This goes that's right. To, uh, the correct answer is that's my vote, at least. I'm with you, man. I mean, this guy came out of nowhere. I mean, he's he's six seven. We had him playing power forward and center for us, um, and just he's, came in. He's listed as a small forward. Is he? I mean, that's on uh, his basketball reference says small forward. Well, but... he he was playing big for us. Does it say um, his nickname is the sauce yet? Um, I feel like we should just be able to add that. How do we just add that? Yeah, Yeah, how do we just add it? Uh, I can tell you that um, his Twitter name is O'Brissy. All right. Uh, No, what a a revelation he was. We signed him to a a three-year deal, like, off the scrap heap, and it seemed like we were, what the heck are we doing? And, um, you know, this guy played for... Um, Bjorkren in Toronto and uh, knew what he was getting into with this guy. Uh, he knew the schemes. Um, he plays hard. Um, I, I just thought he was probably one of the, the highlights of the season for me. So I'm definitely agreeing with you, Jason, as uh, the sauce O'Shea Brissett. Yeah, it's hard to yeah. disagree with that. I'm cool. Yeah, with with Levert, I mean, we kind of got what we expected as he became healthy, which is, you know, a very solid player, uh, you know, a great scorer, uh, better you know. uh, passer than I thought. Yeah, I mean, I, we we and not not take anything away from him, but we, we sort of got what we expected from him. Uh, we expected absolutely nothing from Brissett, and we got a lot. So, I mean, we got a starter. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, he started. He started the games, rest of the season, right? Uh, <laughs> You know, that's. I'm assuming that's not the plan going forward when everyone's healthy. But uh, you know, it's nice to have a guy who can uh, uh, play that well. You know, on short notice. <laughs> All right. Shout out the sauce. Shout out. Um, what else we got? Defensive player of the year. Mm. I mean, do we we have the choice to uh, not allow crazy ass math? Uh, to shoehorn Miles Turner in. Oh, you're saying maybe because he missed enough games? Did, he, did yeah. he play enough games to qualify? We also have a very liberal uh, qualification scheme. Mm. 
Which is, if you're on Basketball Reference, you qualify. Yes. I mean, look, I, I think that uh, TJ McConnell clearly was in the top five of uh, steals, mm-hmm. and he was coming off the bench. Um, but this is... This is Turner's. And the thing is, is like when he left, we are a bad defensive team, but when he went down, we were abysmal. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he was the only one that was capable of giving us any room defense at all. Um, I know that TJ Warren being gone and being a competent wing defender hurt us. Um, but I really felt like, you know, we put Justin Holiday on people because he was the guy who was the our, our stopper. Uh, Brogdon, I don't think, was as good a defender as I hoped he would be. Um, Sabonis, I thought, was kind of a sieve down low. Like, I, you know, I, I think that maybe the only defender on the team outside of, of course, the very sneaky and wonderful um, McConnell is uh, is Turner. So I'm giving it to Turner. Yeah, this seems like a, a no-brainer. It, so for McConnell, <clears throat> I know he was like, what, top three in steals or something like that? He led the league. Mm-hmm. I mean, he led the league. He had the oh, yeah, most the steals. Jimmy Butler had more he, per game, but he had 20 more steals in the season than Jimmy Butler. Okay. And it was off the bench. That's amazing. Uh, Spoiler alert. portion of those steals vote. were uh, <laughs> him stealing the inbounds pass. Uh, uh, in the at least court. 30%. I would say it's more so, than that, even. More than that, 40%? Yeah. It's amazing. Just the energy and effort. Just yeah. the dog in the, just the, in the just awareness. inside your jersey, just yeah, just he's gonna know what flavor your gum is, you know. <laughs> but I, I am also just impressed that he was able to keep doing that as the season went on. Yeah, like you know, that's like they've got film on that, uh, but it's just something that that players have just not adjusted to clearly. Well, it's yeah. just one of those things that's like so routine that you, mm-hmm. you know. It's it's not on your radar even. It's like part of it, just a routine. Yeah, exactly, a habit. Right. right? Um, yeah. So that's who you're going with, though. Harper is is McConnell. Yeah, he played 69 games for us this season. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Joe. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I just got. That. Um, I think I want to. I think I want to give it to Turner. Um. But his not to, yeah, it's 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 hard. They 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 were doing really well in different things. Um, but I think the the yeah, I mean, this is kind of like the discussion we had about the the team not being more than a sum of its parts. Like we had the league leader in blocks, the league leader in steals, and a terrible defense. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you make a very good point, Joe. We were not greater than the sum of parts, and also, but I, you know, and I think about we weren't the even equal that... to the sum of no. parts. No, no we were <laughs> much <laughs> less than the sum of parts. <laughs> but like, I think, I think also seeing the lack of of uh, Turner also shows how much he calls out, yeah. how much his job is calling out the defenses and all that stuff. Yeah. And when he wasn't there, we didn't really have. And I think for me, that's that's what probably tips it over for me was just the, well, and just the difference in in performance defensively when he wasn't there. For it's, it's um, not yeah, it's not just the yeah, it's not just the the number of blocks. Um, it's the I mean, he's the leader of the defense. <laughs> right. and, and we went from the the twenty seventh defense to the thirtieth defense when he was yeah, there. right. No, but the, the thing is though, we were at like the like fifteenth defense we were like middle of the road halfway through the season and by the end of the year we were well guess who was keeping us in all those games tj mcconnell yeah and and no i'm not colson there there are three kinds of lies there's lies there's damn lies and there's statistics and that defensive reading statistic is a lie in my experience of this season (laughs) this might be interesting uh the most improved Pacer, mm. and uh, again the the definition is quite liberal. Uh, For sure, you know I think we've we we can all make our uh, claims as to why um, it could be anybody. Um, let's see. So T.J. McConnell, I think, has got a fair 
uh, a fair uh, look at this one. Dougie McBuckets also. Uh, Sabonis was fantastic. I mean, a lot of these guys had career years, like statistics-wise. Um, you know, Sumner got a ton of burn. Malcolm Brogdon scored a ton of points. Like I said, uh, you know, Turner could be DPOI. Um, I mean, a lot of these guys uh, look good. Jason, who do you think uh, is deserving this year? Yeah, this is a really tough one because, I mean, there were a couple young guys that made leaps, I thought. So you mentioned Sumner, and he, you know, by virtue of getting more minutes, certainly showed well, and his statistics increased. But um, I think that just his level of uh, activity and fearlessness and relentlessness at um, attacking the basket um, was a big improvement. He improved his three-point shooting as well, I believe. I don't have the stats in front of me right now. But um, And then Goga, I thought, also made a, a good sort of he did for uh, sure. leap this year, uh, especially in his you know challenging the coaching staff and really standing up for himself that he <laughs> grew, grew in that area. Uh, sure. Goga, he's a second-year guy, so you expect mm-hmm. a yeah. leap. So I'm leaning towards Sumner on this one because, you know, I yeah. sort of expected uh, Goga to grow, whether or not that's fair or not. But, um, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I also I also had Sumner. Um, you know, there's a good argument to be made probably for Domus, but I've got another award mm. with his name on it. Sure. Well, I'm actually going to give it to uh, Sabonis totally because I don't, have, I don't have another name on it. Um, mm. I thought he uh, was brilliant uh, this season. Um, what he did um, on the offensive end, uh, what he brought to the rebounding. I mean, he basically was a triple-double machine uh, near the end of the season. He was um, arguably our best and most consistent player all season long. Um, for me, uh, he's the most improved because of the, the... He was very important to us the season before, but... What he became to this team, I think, uh, earned him as uh, most improved. And I'm going to go a, a different path myself. You know, I, 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 I totally agree with what all you guys were saying on this one. But uh, uh, for me, TJ McConnell has moved mm-hmm. from, he's moved from like, you know, good guy off the bench to he's, he's on the crunch time five and indispensable. Um uh, that's where he, he's moved to me. You know, this guy, you know, I think this season, you know, undrafted, right? Like, um, you know, I don't think his future was at all clear. Um, and I think this season in particular, um, he is he's earned himself, you know, hopefully we resign him. You know, I'd love to have him on the team going forward. But if we don't take him, somebody's going to. Like, he's, uh, he's earned a, a spot in this league for sure. And... Uh, I think that's going to go to him for me. Good call. Yeah, no doubt about that. Good call. All right. So we got the He Gone Award. Uh, oh, yeah. We got the... Uh, we still do the... Uh, we, I mean, I'm just I'm trying to think of the ones we have outside of Yeah, the, yeah. So we got the Sixth Man Award. Sixth Man. Uh, yeah, Sixth Pacer. The Sixth... Or the Best Bench Player, right? Is that what we call it? Uh, yeah, which player. is... This year's a uh, it's real like, tricky. This year it's a little mm-hmm. tricky this season because uh, so many injuries. Uh, right, so best bench player. How do you define? I don't know if anybody qualifies. Probably everybody got too many starts. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Um, I'm I'm gonna go. Uh, oh man, you're right. I yeah. wanted to go Sumner, but you're right. He got he basically started like the last third of the year. Uh I mean, I would say that everybody is eligible. For this award, yeah. All right, sure. It's on the wall. Uh, so I'm gonna go Dougie McBuckets. I know he started a bunch at the end of this season as well, uh, but he had a career year um, shooting. I thought uh, the Bjorkman's offense really opened up things for him. Um, his relationship with Demontis Sabonis in the offensive end is really interesting. Um, and you know, yes, he he started a lot of the games in the last quarter of the season, but um, I I thought he. Thought he had a brilliant season. I he he got really comfortable with faking the three and going to the rack, um, in a way that opened up his game that he hadn't done in the previous couple seasons with us. So, um, I was just really impressed with his uh, development, 
Um, and I'm going to give him uh, my my best bench player, best pacer bench player. That's fair, Harper. Who who are you thinking? I got more TJ. TJ McConnell. Uh, McConnell. Okay. Just, Sorry, just, I'm 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 not used to the TJ being a clear answer. <laughs> on its we own. used to have three we're, of them. We're down to two. We're down to two. Yeah. Right. And I guess and the, Warren only played three three four games. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I just yeah, McConnell does so many plug and play things for this team. Um, I, I he I, I don't I don't know how many games he ended up starting this year. I guess I guess he only started three. Not that many. He started three. Yeah, so. he basically they made him come off because we would put like Karis Levert or Sumner as point guard to have him come off the bench. Yeah, yeah he, he was, closed a lot of games yeah, for us. Right. So. Yeah, McBucket started twenty nine apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, TJ, I did just, you know, just a coach off the bench, a, you know, a, a great floor general does all the little things, brings the energy every night. Uh, I just, I, he was a real bright spot in an otherwise pretty miserable season for me. So he gets two awards. Congratulations, TJ. Nice. I, I never nice. do that. Right. Try to spread them out. Yeah. I'm right there with you, Harper. I mean. <clears throat> this team would be would have been uh, not even in the play-in game were it not for TJ McConnell, I think, this year. So, kudos to him. Played um, 26 minutes a night off the bench. Yeah. Right. Shout out. Yeah, and I, I think, uh, Cole, so I'm going to leave you on an island on this it's one. Okay. But no, uh, I get it. Um, but, yeah, no, I agree. He and He's, I mean, out of all these guys um, – he was the least likely to get a start, but he's super important off the bench. You know, he comes in and and uh, makes an impact immediately. You know, with with all the things that he's good at doing. So, uh, shout out to TJ McConnell. Um, I was just looking at him uh, on on Basketball Reference, and he started three games the last three years. Won the game before, and then he started. Uh, 51 games in 2016-17 for Philly. Um, ah, the process. The process. But, but um, in this season, he averaged more points, more assists, more steals, and not as not a starter, yep. and in less minutes. So um, he's become quite the player. Yep. He shot a better and more blocks. From he's the our floor. best run protector right now. So. <laughs> he's. I mean, you know, he's yep. he's also shooting better from the floor. He had point three blocks per game. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he, he does get those sneaky blocks. Yeah. Not the highlight ones, but uh, right. The sneaky ones. <laughs> um. Let's see. Uh, who, who's the he gone award? You want to do that one now? Let's I want to do that. Let's one do now. the the he gone. So this, this is the least likely to return. It's also we, we mentioned uh, a lot of guys that are under contract. Everybody's so. under contract except McConnell and McConnell McDermott. McDermott. So but otherwise, you got to get like. But there's a new challenger. Traded. There's a new challenger. Well, you can get traded. Uh, you could also be a, um, a coach that's toxic and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so uh, before we get to coach of the year, are you going to say that uh, Bjorkren's? I gone? mean, look, man, I think that 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 both uh, uh, McDermott and McBuckets are pieces. You know, if, well, they're both the same guy. Uh, McConnell, McConnell, and, and McBuckets, yeah, um, and McDermott and TJ. <laughs> um, I think uh, I think all of those. I think those two guys. Um, you know, you, you got to bring them back. Is what you're saying? You got to bring them back for the right price. You know, okay. we, you know, you got to be reasonable uh, with the, the pay. But like, I want both those guys on my team. Sure. Um, Bjorkren, I'm less sure about. You know, they both uh, had career years. They they did well. Uh, they did. They did. Um, uh, Bjorkren, uh, I suppose he had a career year. Since he did. It was his first year in his career. <laughs> he did. Um, he also he also made the news a lot more for the wrong reasons hmm. uh, than I like, and um, that's my pick for for the Higana War. Kyoch, 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 Kyoch Bjork. 
Why didn't we come up with that earlier? I don't know, but it was... It was uh... Uh, I'm going to say um, that it's uh, McBuckets. Um, I think that we're going to not have the money to bring back both McConnell and McDermott. And I think we're going to decide with a healthy Warren and Justin Holiday. We've got enough stuff at the wing. Uh, and that McConnell's too important. And he's probably going to be cheaper as a as a third string point guard than a than a three point shooting wing. I th- I, I just think that McDermott's going to start costing about you know sixteen, seventeen, eighteen million dollars to bring him back. And like I just don't think we have the stomach for it. So I think we're going to lose him. Yeah, I definitely don't have the stomach for seventeen million from McDermott. That's no way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying three points. Three point shooting matters, and he also was he had a great year. Shot less than thirty nine percent from three point. Somebody's gonna Austin overpay. Rivers just got hired off the street. Okay, okay. Well, let's say he makes twelve million. Are we gonna be able to pay that? No, I, mean, I don't know if he's worth that either. Do Do we still do an LVP or no? Yeah, we still do LVP. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in that case, for the he gone, I agree. It's probably McBuckets because I'm not even sure it's worth ten. Okay. Yeah, I mean that seems like the obvious choice because three point shooting is cheap in this league, I think. But apparently, really important. It, totally important, <laughs> but I, I mean, I mean, three point shooting with zero defense is not that hard to find. Yeah, right. exactly, and I, I mean. I like McBuckets. I don't know if he's an elite three point shooter though. I don't know if he's the type of guy that you need to pay elite money. Elite money as a as a specialist, basically. Do I think that he could be a guy that changes a a a, a game in a playoff series? Yes, I think he can win a game for you, but that's not worth. So can Austin Rivers when you dollars. hire him off the street? Right, it's right. worth it's worth maybe six or seven million, right? Like we can't overpay for this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a tough thing because, I mean, as we talked about in Monday's show, I think, you know, there will be dramatic changes this offseason or the way that the season ended probably warrants dramatic change. And, you know, you look at, like, the main cogs on this team, you know, Brogdon, Sabonis, Turner, uh, Lavert, Warner, Warren, sorry, like the first three guys all had career years and right. – the you know one guy didn't play all year so you know i don't know that you're going to ship him out and then lavert just got here so right i don't know that there's major i I don't unless a deal comes along that's that's super enticing i don't i don't know that you that's why you gotta break this nucleus up which is that's why you gotta change the coach that's why you gotta change the coach i'm with you i was thinking about this i was like you know what turner is the obvious piece We've got two big guys. They, you know, we we forever as a, as a podcast have been saying they both can play together, but like whatever, it's not the modern NBA. You got to ship one of those guys out. But he's the only guy that plays defense on the freaking gosh darn team. Um, do you want to ship out Sabonis, who's like playing the best basketball of? I mean, he's he's potentially an All NBA player. At least he's gonna be on the fringe. You're gonna ship that guy out? Are you gonna ship out Brogdon, who seems to be the emotional leader of the team? Like, there's. You're right. Karis LeVert just got here. T.J. Warren would have been essential to us. You're right. Who who are the guys that we get rid of? And I think the answer is the coach. So, um, so I'm going to switch my McDermott to uh, McBjork. Kioch Bjork. Yeah, I, I I will also say that you know Lamb and Holiday. Uh, if we think we're healthy going into like next season, may may <laughs> may easily get shipped off, but we'll sure. see how things yeah. play out. Yeah, I'm worried about a like a, a Turner Aaron Holiday trade for some piece. Um, and even those are, those are my two favorite Pacers right now, so I'm a little worried about that. And I'm going to take the easy road and go with McDermott because fair enough. That's fair. I kind of also <clears throat> feel like uh, Pritchard doesn't want to admit his mistake. And Bjorken will be around. Yeah. And we're paying him either way. Right. That's true. Sure. That's true. Speaking of, we have our Pacers coach of the year. Mm. Mm. TJ McConnell. Mm. I like it. 
That's yeah. That's a great answer. He's just racking these things up for me right now. He is. That's the third one for you. Uh, I think that's the right answer, though. He's a he's a uh, son of a coach. He's the coach on the floor. Um, he seems to be the guy that um, is you know fired up talking to the guys in the in the uh, in the huddle. Uh, I'm gonna say, um, and I think that this guy has has had my um, award over, probably many times over the last few years. Um, but it's Dan Burke. <laughs> I just want to say that Dan that Burke was the most important <laughs> coach on this team, and the fact that we let him go or he decided to leave should have been a huge red flag for us at the beginning of the season. Um, and it has been a huge detriment to this team. Um, we don't play defense anymore, and uh, Philadelphia is the number one seed in the East. So I'm going to say uh, Dan Burke. All right. Um, I'm going to say uh, Calbert Cheney. We've been talking about how all these players had uh, career years, and he's the player development coach. So he's been doing like some good development. Yeah. I was going to pick uh, Greg Foster. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, he did great with uh, Goga. Big yeah, he, yeah, he and Goga are real tight, right? Uh, I mean, he got Goga uh, playing hard. Yeah. Um, I mean, sort of. And playing angry. Yeah. Um, but I I think I'm going to take it away. TJ McConnell, I think he did more good for this team than any of the coaches did. Yeah. I'm with you. I mean, he, you know what? Like, if he's on the bench and there's a timeout, he's the first one out there to, 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 to you know, greet the teammates. So, right. Um, I guess, I guess TJ wins it. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do the LVP first. Least valuable pacer. Harper's mm. ready for this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Bjorkman. Mm. Mm. I don't have any defense of that statement. It's just the right answer. Okay. Damn it! I, I I was so excited about this guy. I was I really too. Was. I really was. And Which I was like, makes me the LV podcaster. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh. boy, boy, I really took the air yeah, out of the room, you really didn't I? Us down. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna um, go with a different uh, pacer and. Uh, throw Jeremy Lamb under the bus a little bit here. I feel like um I mean injuries were involved for sure. I hate to 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 punish a guy for being injured or whatever, but it seemed like there were not a lot of times where Jeremy Lamb impacted games. I'm sure that he played I mean he had his moments for sure, but for what we expected from this guy when we signed him uh, we thought it was going to be six man of the year. Right, exactly. And, and we haven't gotten that yet. And, I mean, yeah, it's injuries. It's not really his fault, but... Uh, <laughs> Today's his birthday, too. Oh, really? Oh, man, sorry, dude. <laughs> happy birthday. And by the time it comes out, it'll it's be It's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. But happy birthday, Jeremy Lamb. Way to be the LVP. Um. Actually, JT, I'm with. I'm actually with. Yeah, you actually, I was gonna vote for him too. So, <laughs> okay. yeah. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> feel so bad. I, I, I really just uh, it it, it makes it makes me so sad. Like, I just don't feel like he fits. I feel like I don't know. For for me, you know, I, I thought I was hard on him his first season here, and then I was like, look, I gotta come around with this guy because I think I I think I with injuries, and I think. You know, I just didn't like the way he. I didn't like his game. Like I thought, I just didn't like his game. And but then it, you know he seemed to he seemed to fit in a little bit more as the the time went on. His numbers were okay, but then you know, like it was kind of more of the same stuff. And like it, you know, the numbers weren't great. Team wasn't doing well. You know, like I don't know, nothing, nothing. We're paying him good money, and I didn't feel like we were getting, you know, because I think he was a starter before he came, right? Like, yeah. Oh, he's been a starter in Charlotte for yeah. Years. I mean, so I was like, oh, we got start, starting level talent. This, you know, ish. He was the he was last kind two years. Of a starter. He started, started for us last year because Oladipo was out. 
But, but I thought he, he was a starter in Charlotte. Last he started years. 55 of 79 games in okay. 2018-19, um, but scored 15 a game, and he didn't do that for us in equivalent minutes, basically the following year. Um, you know that I do want to cut him a break. Like a ACL tear is like that's a two-year injury. Like it really is. And you know he tore it. You know well into the season last year. Yeah, he did. So for it's. Sure. He's at like a year and a half now. No. Yeah, a year and a bit now. So he's kind of just coming back. So, but, yeah, but he also has not been productive. He's been a disappointment. He did shoot 40% from three this year, though. So yeah. In the, the limited games that he played. So. Mm-hmm. And the 36 games he played for us. So. God, those are like... Uh... Isn't that how many Turner played? Right. Sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. Alrighty. And then, so, we got left. The most valuable pacer. Um, I mean, I go first. Um, for me, it's it's Sabonis. I mean, he's, he's a uh, triple-double machine. And uh, when he's not out there, we, we, we certainly feel it. Um, and he's just so, ver- you know, he's so versatile. Like, um, you know, he's a ball he's a ball handler out there. You know, he, he can bring it up the floor, no problem. And, uh, you know, he doesn't do everything. He's not a, he doesn't bang with you down low too much. But, uh, you know, he rebounds, which is something we sorely need. Um he bangs down low. He just doesn't like to get banged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. He's he's that. a he's a banger. He's not a bangy. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. Okay. <laughs> um. And actually, yeah, his his banging on the offensive end is getting offensive fouls. Right, 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 for sure. But he can rebound. He can rebound, sure. and he can um, score. He can score. He can pass. I mean, he, all he can he, run the break. Yeah, so I'm saying anything that we need done except defend well, um, and not cry. He does complain a lot, but uh, he's our best player. So for me, I'm not saying he's not our best player. What's that? I'm not saying he's not our best player. Then who's your pick? Not my pick is uh, T.J. McConnell. Like I know that sounds ridiculous, but I picked I honestly... him for three awards. It's not that ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I honestly think he has been our most consistent, our hardest playing player on a team that didn't play that hard. I think he's given him self entirely to this team and and in those games when we're just starting to lose the lead in those fourth quarters he finds his way to get that shot up where he finds the right guy and yes sometimes he throws that out of bounds but it's he also will steal it three times from the other team to make up for that that i i, I just I, he was one of the bright spots in what i thought was a very sad disappointing season and I enjoyed watching him play, and I think he's the kind of heart and hustle um, that matters. He led the league in steals off the bench. He is the most valuable pacer. And I agree that Demonis Sabonis is the right answer, but I also think you're wrong. And Sabonis <laughs> won the skills challenge. Yeah, that sure. counts for a lot. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's yeah. most. Probably pushed him over the edge. That's right. most of his score in my book. TJ McConnell's my vote. Um, and I know he's off the bench, and that's probably never been voted for before. But I'm doing it. Okay. JT, where are you at? I mean, it's the bonus. Like, without a doubt, what this guy was doing, especially over the first um, quarter of the season, was super impressive. And then you know. He's became the focal point of every defense and struggled with that a bit, but still was putting up like the last whatever three weeks was putting up basically triple doubles on right average. Um, yeah. His his numbers for the year ended up being twenty point three twelve rebounds and six point seven assists and throwing a steal uh, at one point two steals in there too. Um, just yeah. A pleasure to watch, a, a joie de basketball that is uh, should be more infectious than it is <laughs> with this Pacers team. But um, yeah, he's my guy for this. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, again, love TJ McConnell, but Domus led our team in assists per game (laughs) from the five. I mean, you know I love that stuff. I agree. It should be more infectious what he does out there because I I think he plays every bit as hard as McConnell. He goes out there Mm -hmm. and works his tail off every night. He's a very, very consistent player. And that is not easy to do from a physical or a mental standpoint. Um, Really like this guy. I think that he's going to grow into a really good leader. He seems to have a really good disposition. So hopefully that is the step that he'll make next year. I just, I I was really happy with him. I I mean. Oh, yeah, career year. Unbelievable. I mean, to get this guy for Paul George is just. No, I know. Uh, you're my right. favorite right. thing. I mean, he's he's. I mean, I honestly think he has a chance at. I, he won't get voted on, but I think he's in the uh, conversation for an All NBA team. The, uh, the Pacers were were not good enough for him to make an All right. NBA. But I mean, like he. I mean, but he's he right there. Yeah, he was. He's yeah. right there in that. Is he a top fifteen player in the NBA? He's, he's right that there. good. He was. He was an All Star. He was amazing. I do want. I want 50% more uh, resistance at the rim. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I thought he was absolutely brilliant. And I can't, there's nothing else I can complain about. Did you ever see his dad um, play ball? Yeah, How was his I did. Protection? Not great. Not great. But you know what? He also weighed about 100 pounds more and he could keep guys a little further from the basket. I mean, even when he was in his prime, the Sabonises are not known for their big ups and length. Yeah, Gobert is uh, not a super great shot blocker because he has mental acuity. His wingspan's fourteen feet. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I just need—I'm not saying I need him to swat everything out of the building. I just need a little bit more fundamental defense. I, he was brilliant. You're right. Um, I'm just gonna give—you guys aren't wrong. Of course, he's the right answer. But uh, I think T.J. McConnell had such a good year that he's worth uh, a vote. Yeah. Seems good. All right. Well, that wraps it up for. Uh, uh, that wraps it up. <laughs> um, what does it do? It wraps it up for the season. That's what it does. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Nice. We gone. Um, <laughs> your grenade's gone. <laughs> Was that under your breath, or was that just out loud? It was a little both. Okay. I wanted to make sure that it was heard. Right. Uh, <coughs> it's gone. Yeah. Sort of thing like that? Yeah, something like that. Um, all right. Well, I think that that uh, should probably do it for, for today. I think we are running long, so we will uh, we'll, we'll cut it there. We'll be back with you um, next week. We will also... Uh, we do want to shout out another podcast. It's our our other podcast. <laughs> um, it was good. It was good of us to self shout out. Yeah, but uh, we do uh, another show, the Undegoogables, which uh, is a segment on this show, but it's also um, an independent uh, entity in and of itself. And um, I uh, I'm a big fan. Yeah, so if you if you haven't linked to it yet, you can find it on our website. Uh, it's called the Undergoogles, and um, what we've done is we've taken we, we we have the Undergoogles segment on our show. We clip it out, we put it on the show. We're nearing 100 episodes. That's how long it's been going on. We do it once every Saturday, Saturday at 8 a.m. We're also scattering some. Some uh, some episodes that have never been recorded before, so yep. it's worth checking out. Um, and uh, also, I think we're going to do a special celebration for our hundredth episode, which is probably in about what five or six weeks. So um, that will not be pre-recorded. So go we're ahead. doing it live. Well, I mean, it'll be pre-recorded, but it won't be on this show. <laughs> okay. Okay. You can't you can't have heard it other places. Right. The only place you can hear it so is you on the own. Subscribe to the Undergoogables. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Subscribe to it. Um, if you're not a basketball fan, then you're gonna love the show. And you're gonna if be you're sad a basketball you fan for an hour to yeah. get. To and that. also, yeah, why are you listening? <laughs> if you're a fan of this show, um, but you don't like fun facts, then don't listen. Yeah, that's what I say. 
Okay. If you don't like knowledge or fun, keep just moving. don't subscribe. Just keep moving. That's right. Well, download the show, but keep moving. Yeah. Oh, download it for sure. Right. Tell your but friends. you don't have to listen to it. Tell your friends. Does that help us if they download but don't listen? Uh, yeah. Do I need likes and subscribes? Yeah, I mean they're all they're all good, but the downloads, you know, help the num the metrics. Yeah, I don't sure. think we have time to explain the internet to Colson. <laughs> that could be his own show. <laughs> I would give a shout out to Skype, who's uh, really picked up its emoji game. So huge. Uh, yeah, I mean. They they were so far behind for so long and and uh, they're they're getting there. So <laughs> this uh, is now we know why they lost the uh, COVID pandemic. Everybody work at home race to Zoom was they right. were working on their emojis. We're working on all yep, the yep. emojis. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. I'm sure that's what they're saying to themselves. Yeah, right I'm not now. a stockholder. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> um all right so we are gonna get going uh you can catch us saturday morning on the undergoogables um not recorded live no it's it's pre-recorded it's pre-recorded okay good because i don't want to get up that early. that's too early for now yeah for recording no i mean unless we just got to fill you with a couple shots of whiskey at 8 a.m i don't think that would help me how about we get to 500 run kilo what do you guys say we in? Kila. <laughs> yeah, if we get to shots. 500, we're doing Romkila for 8 a.m. live mm. episode. Live, live on the Googleables. <laughs> uh, we are going to get going, but yeah, Saturday on the Googleables. Catch us there. Until then, you can find us on uh, the social medias. We are on Twitter at Undebeatables. We're on Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables. Also, you can message us via Facebook. Um, com is our website and there's a contact form there you can use that to send us a message you can send us an email shout out at theunderbeatables.com and uh, we got some t-shirts for sale on the website slash store for the architect Tony Walsh and our once and always Hall of Fame coach Bobby Sicklinard turn out the lights the party's over it was a far cry from the last song you did yeah Gotta, really, gotta you got me. all that pent up panic button. Oh uh, no, I was able to hit Joey's shoulder for like the last yeah. half hour. Well, so that's what I'm fine. saying. Yeah, yeah, I feel better. Yeah, actually, I think that was resignation, is what it was. Panic button therapy. <laughs> There's nothing to There's panic about. There's a fine about line between resignation over. and acceptance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure what it is, but I found it. <laughs> Dude, I think after this particular injury riddled year next year we're gonna have to add an iron man award Mm. Mm. somebody who actually plays all the games yeah because justin holiday did this year and like he barely got a mention did we even mention him at all Mm. no love that guy huge justin holiday fan spectacular year Mm. Did I tell you guys Nibbler has an addiction now? Did I talk about Nibbler that? does? Yeah. Uh, is it catnip? No. It's just like cat treats. But like he's got a bad for it. Like it's like he's a real addict. Uh, like he'll wake us up at like before we get up in the morning and like act like something's wrong and he just runs straight to the cabinet that has the cat treats and he just stands there and like cries. <laughs> He's got food and he's got water and yeah. you know he's got a litter box and uh, so that's annoying. Addicted to cat treats. Yeah, it's like it's a it's he basically just acts like a junkie. It's you know? a very sure very what? canine behavior. Mm-hmm. <sighs> he also, I mean, he's not a young man anymore. No, he's seventeen years old. Yeah, he's probably like, hey, look, you know, like when I'm when I'm ninety. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna try heroin for the first time. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you like know, because like, in, uh, who cares? Sunshine or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like why not? Right. So sure. like, that's just hey, if 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 uh, Nibbler wants to be a junkie at 17, let him do it, man. Yeah, yeah just don't don't wake friend, me up. Uh, Mike, who was over today, he Doc, we were outside and Doc was like eating some dirt, and I was like, he was like, is he supposed to be doing that? And I was like, 
We've reached the age in Doc's life where if Doc wants to do it, we Doc just, like, gets to do whatever Doc, Doc, Doc wants. Doc just does to his do. thing, and like we'll deal with it. But, yeah, training is, is done. That's that's rear view mirror stuff. <laughs> Nibblers reached a new phase. Yeah, it's yeah. like the it's like the, I guess it is kind of like the. The old person, no filter. It's just like, no, nah, this is what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, like, no, exactly. Like, I hey, this is what I'm. You know what? I'm gonna eat dessert before I eat dinner. So <sighs> screw off. Like right. it's that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you want Joey for the low, low <laughs> price of twenty million dollars, I will come over there and train your cat. <laughs> Ooh, only twenty million. Uh, Nineteen million. I got to beat the government's price, right? <laughs> okay. Oh I'm gonna God. need a battery pack. <laughs> And an antenna that I can insert into Nibbler's tail. And a suture. I got the anesthesia covered. Yeah. Maybe, Harper, we can, yeah. You can subcontract me to do the surgery. Sure. Okay. Uh, To implant the backpack and whatnot. Need a backpack. Subcontract me, too, right? So we got to... Yeah. Wait, no. I'm paying for it. Right. What what about the glow in the... Dark rats. Can we get them to do some part of this? Yeah, probably. Probably. All right. I mean, I'm, you're going to have to. I mean, that's a premium. You know, yeah. But yeah, sure. A, I mean, hey, look, I've got. I've, right yeah. I mean, if it's it's 25 mil, I get it. Whatever it takes. You don't get that with the standard package, I'll tell you that. No, exactly. You got to know a guy with the glow and dark rats. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Are we not, we're not already doing it. Uh, I ask myself that often. Is this is this is this the show? 